Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Rome Around League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rome. Today's episode, I'll be going over my second mock of this offseason. NFL free agency has pretty much winded down and teams see their clear needs with just 20 days left before round one. I expect five QBs to go in round one and a run on cornerbacks and receivers. Cornerbacks is probably the deepest this into this draft. There's really good news for Washington Commanders. The Commanders go O-line or cornerback, but either way, they need an instant contributor at pick 16 going to a pivotal 2023 season. All that being said, look at the mock draft going. All right, number one, you have the Carolina Panthers, obviously, after the trade-up from the Bears. Uh, I'm going with C.J. Shroud, uh, quarterback from Miles State. 6'3", 214, um, had a nice pro day, made all the throws. Um, obviously, you can't put a lot of stock in pro days. They're throwing on air. Um, you know, it's obviously more of a concern that they don't do well. Um, but again, he, you know, he was showing out, throwing to receivers like Marvin Harrison Jr., who can be at the top receiver taken in 2024. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'll say it obviously is you know wide receiver the last couple of years. So, you know, CJ Shroud has some good weapons to throw to. I mean, 85 touchdowns and 12 interceptions these last two years. Obviously, it was a great number. It's 4,435 yards passing in 2021. You know, Carolina's looking for a new face of the franchise, new QB one to build around. Um, the throw to guys like Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, um, LaVisca Chanel, you know, Ian Thomas, the tight end. They have Miles Sanders, a running back now in Carolina. Um, Chuba Hubbard. So, I mean, they're building, slowly building a you know, nice little team there in Carolina. They need a quarterback, though, and I think Cedric might be the pick pick number one. Two, the Houston Texans going Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. Obviously, the biggest concern, concern with him is his size. He's 5'10", 204. If Bryce, well, that's what he waited at the combine. I don't know if he's going to actually be able to play at 204 consistently because he did not play it that way at Bama. Um, I think if Bryce was 6'3", you know, 220, he would be the clear-cut number one. I think he's that good. Um, I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks. Um that's come out the last couple of years. I know it's saying a lot, but just it's the size. And it's not just because he's short. It's just he's very, very you know thin and wiry. I love his pocket presence. Um, some of the best I've seen in the last couple of years coming out of the draft. Um, and I think Houston would be you know, elated to get him a pick number two. He had 79 touchdowns and 12 interceptions last two years. Uh, he was a Heisman winner in 2021. He had 4,872 yards in that um, Heisman winning season. Um, I think Bryce would be you know someone they could build around in Houston, obviously, with D'Amico Ryan as a new head coach. Um, John Mechie going into his really his rookie year after missing last year. Um, Robert Woods, a receiver. They definitely need some more weapons for Bryce in Houston if he goes there. Um, and they have, you know, um, a good running game potentially with uh, Damon Pierce and Devin Singletary. They got Dalton Schultz at tight end. Um, so they're trying to give whoever the young quarterback is some weapons. And three of the Arizona Cardinals taking address for Will Anderson. The Cardinals, you know, arguably have the worst roster in the NFL right now. New coach in Jonathan Gannon. Um, Will Anderson is my opinion, the top defensive player in this class. He has 34 and a half sacks in his career at Alabama. He had 17 and a half in 2021 alone. Um, I think Arizona obviously needs a pass rush after J.J. Watt retired, and, and Will Anderson would be a really nice pick for them to pick three. At four of the Colts, you know, with a new quarterback, and, excuse me, a new coach in Shane Steichen going to quarterback here, um, Anthony Richardson from Florida. He has the most potential in this class at quarterback. Um, he's a guy that you know, is either going to make Chains I can be one of the better coaches the Colts have seen last couple of years, or he can get fired in a couple of years. And, and Richardson's a guy that, if he has his potential, like I said, is probably the best quarterback in this class just on his physical traits. 
He has a rocket arm. Um, runs a 4-4. He has two, he had 2,549 passing yards last year, 17 touchdowns, um, nine interceptions, 654 yards rushing. Um, and again, obviously, he's a dual threat. Uh, he's 6'4", 244, and be able to run a 4-4 at that size, obviously, you know, freakish. Um, but again, he needs some time to sit. He only has 13 starts career in his uh, in college. You know, guys like that has not, you know, translated well in the NFL. Guys like Dwayne Haskins and Mitchell Trubisky, they didn't, you know, pan out. So getting a guy like Anthony Richardson to sit behind um, Garrett Minshew, probably for all of next year, would be the best, you know, solution for you know, Richardson's development. Number five, the Seahawks have this pick from the Russell Wilson trade. I have him taking defensive tackle Jalen Carter from Georgia. He's right up there with Will Anderson as a top defensive player in this class. Um, obviously, he has some off-foot issues that are, you know, being a, a concern of late. But I don't see him falling, you know, five, past ten. If they sign him in Seattle with Jalen Carter, I um, mean, they, they pair him with their free agent signing of uh, Draymond Jones, and really, you know, form a nice, um, you know, front four in Seattle. At six, I have a mock trade here. I have the Tennessee Titans coming up to pick eleven. Um, to swap with the Detroit Lions and take quarterback Will Levis from Kentucky. You know, Will Levis, 6'4", 229, 43 touchdowns, 23 interceptions last year. That's tied for the most interceptions in all college football. He had 20, he had uh, 2,826 pass yards in 2021. Uh, I'm not that high on Will Levis. I'm just going this way because that's what it looks like everyone um, is trending the way scouts and you know um, decision makers are looking at. Apparently, people think he's a narcissist for the way he posted photos of him. Um, you know, his, I guess his physical gains he did after coming from his shoulder injury. Um, and apparently, he's not really shown too well in interviews. Um, he has some physical talent. Um, he does have a really nice arm. He said he has a cannon himself at the combine. Um, but again, my biggest concern, you may look at being too hung up on this, is that you know, he couldn't beat a guy like Sean Clifford in Penn State. And Sean Clifford's a borderline NFL prospect. Why can't he beat? Why couldn't he beat him to be the starter at Penn State? You know, and, and he had some moments at Kentucky, but you know, twenty-three interceptions is a lot in college, and it's, it's the second, third guy in college behind them through over three hundred more passing attempts than Will Levis. So um, Tennessee, you know, comes up, you know, banking on him developing. Maybe they, you know, they have Tannehill for another year, and this is basically them, you know, putting on Malik Willis after being a third-round pick last year. But, you know, again, maybe he's just buying 10 for a year. They build up some receivers for him. Obviously, Tennessee doesn't have much receivers right now outside of Traylon Burks, the first-round pick last year. Um, obviously, Derrick Henry's still a stud, but, that, you know, that, offense, that team is probably borderline rebuilding here in the next year or two, so maybe they you know, go with the young quarterback. Seven of the Raiders taking cornerback Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Um, kind of a three-way tie for me at corner for the best in this class between Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, and Joey Porter Jr. Um, but Gonzalez has had a really nice pro day. Um, really talented long corner. I think he'd be great with the Raiders just because they haven't had really... They need some, you know, talent in that cornerback room. Rocky Sin still a free agent. They did resign Brandon Faison, um, but they, they did really need some help in that secondary. Um, and they they asked, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, in free agency, so I think quarterback is not as pressing, but obviously that is still an option here at pick seven. At eight, the Falcons taking address for Luka Van Ness from Iowa. You know, the Falcons need some pound on the edge. They've needed that for years now. Van Ness is a guy that was never really a starter at Iowa, but he had 13 and a half sacks these last two years. High upside, 6'5", 272. He can play inside as well. Um, he's someone that Atlanta could probably, you know, build around that defense on their defensive four. At nine, they have the Chicago Bears. Obviously, this is from the um, trade to get the first overall pick of the Bears taking tackle Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. 6'6", 313. You know, Peter Skaronsi is probably the most number one tackle that everyone's talking about, but I think Paris Johnson has more upside. I think Skaronsi eventually is going to move into guard, uh, inside the guard. So I think Paris Johnson's a guy that can definitely play left tackle in the NFL. Maybe they play him right tackle and keep Braxton Jones a left tackle for the time being. But I think Paris Johnson has one of the most highest upsides as left tackle in the NFL of this class.
At 10 is the Eagles. Uh, they have a Saints pick last year from when they traded up to get Chris Olave. At the Eagles taking it for Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. 6'6", 271, 14 sacks these last two years. Something they could pair opposite Hassan Reddick. Um, you know, Philly is really going best player available here. They have a really nice roster. Um, and I think Tyree Wilson will be a nice pick. He can go higher than 10. But if he falls in lap at Philly at 10, I think they're definitely going to take him. 11, this is the mock trade. The Lions now pick 11 here. I have them going cornerback Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Lions have a really strong roster, too. They've, they've signed a lot of players in free agency. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, um, and, and they've signed uh, a couple corners in free agency as well. Um, and they don't really need Devin Witherspoon, but they all signed on shorter-term deals. They just signed Cameron Sutton to a three-year deal from Pittsburgh. Um, he's more of a slot guy, though. I think Devin Witherspoon is going to be a top corner in the NFL. Jeff Okuda hasn't really panned out too well for Detroit after being a th- number three overall pick in 2020. He's going into his fifth-year option if they end if they end up picking it up, which I don't know they will. Um, so I think Witherspoon's a guy they can come in six one, 181, three tackles, fourteen pass breakups last year. He could be a number one corner in the NFL, and I think he'd be a nice pick for Detroit. At twelve, this is the Texans from the Deshaun Watson trade. Had to take wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigger from Iowa State, six one, one ninety six. You know, he had a sixteen hundred yard season in two thousand twenty one, had one of the best Rose Bowl performances you ever see with over three hundred yards receiving against Utah. Didn't play much last year, uh, but, you know, the Texans, I think, aren't going to be afraid of that. You know, they, they took Derek Stanley Jr. fourth overall last year, even though he barely played the year before. Um, I think they could do the same thing with Smith and Jigba. They need talent in that receiver room, like I mentioned earlier, when they, you know, had them taking Bryce Young. Then get Smith and Jigba for Bryce Young to go along with John Mechie and Robert Woods. That'll at least be a nice, you know, something to play with for um, Bryce Young. At 13 with the Jets, I think the Aaron Rodgers trade is going to go through. I think everyone thinks that. It's just taking a long time. But they'll probably keep this pick number 13. So I haven't taken uh, Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern. He could play right tackle right away. Opposite of Dwayne Brown at left tackle and take over for Dwayne Brown um, after that. Or Makai Becton, maybe he finally stays healthy. And they can keep Makai Becton at left tackle after Dwayne Brown retires and keep Skoronsky at right tackle and move him inside a guard. At 14, of the Patriots taking edge rusher Nolan Smith Jr. Excuse me, Nolan Smith from Georgia. Um, he had a hell of a combine around a 4-4. He's a physical freak. Uh, I think, and he's versatility. He can play a little bit inside linebacker, play on the edge. He's a little smaller to be on the edge consistently. Um, but I think the Patriots love versatility, and Nolan Smith provides that. 15, the Packers obviously look like they moved on for Aaron Rodgers and you know, moving into Jordan Love era. And taking tight end, Dalton Kincaid from Utah. 70 catches, 890 yards, and eight touchdowns. Um, he'd be a you know a go-to guy for Jordan Love right away. To pair with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, um, obviously they're building to going into a new younger core in that offense. Um, and I think you know uh, Dalton Cave would give Jordan Love a nice option um, in, in the immediate middle of the field. So it's 16 of the Washington Commanders, obviously um, there's some tackles on the board here, quarterback, cornerbacks on the board here. I think if you go best player available, I think Bajan Robinson could be on your mind. Obviously, I don't think he can go running back, but I'm really high on Bajan. I think he could be, you know, one of the best running backs in the NFL, really, from, you know, day one. Um, I was going maybe cornerback Joey Porter Jr. here. He did visit the commanders this week. 6'3", 193. Love his length. He'd be a really good guy to keep opposite of Benjamin St. Juice and then shift Kendall Fuller inside. I definitely would be, you know, really happy with that pick. It'd be back-to-back years at Penn State and the Lions after Jahan Nelson last year. He's going to be a stud. He's, you know, a number one receiver, but they already have Terry, so it's going to be two number ones in Washington. So um, I think Joey Porter Jr. would be a really nice pick here. But Broderick Jones is still on the board here in this mock. Um, tackle from Georgia. They can play right or left tackle. 6'5", 3'11", has a lot of upside. If they take him, you know, maybe they cut Charles Leno to save some cap room and put Broderick Jones on left tackle right away. Or maybe they keep Leno for another year, put Broderick Jones at right tackle, put Andrew Wiley at right guard, Sam Cosby at left guard. 
and then Nick Gates at center because I don't think Chase really is going to be here much longer whether he retires or gets cut because of his large cap number um, but I think you know, got to take your best way available and I think Broderick Jones is a guy that could be a top left tackle in the NFL in a year or two um, so I think I would pick him here at pick number 16 I think tight end could be a consideration too but I don't know if they're going to pick a tight end that high so Michael Mayer is another guy to consider um, but again, cornerback and tackle, number one, number two positions, excuse me, the two positions on my mind for Washington. Um, but for this mock, I haven't taken tackle Broderick Jones from Georgia. At 17, of the Seahawks taking cornerback Joey Porter, Drew from Penn State, like I just mentioned for Washington. Um, this would be a legacy pick for Pittsburgh. Obviously, Joey Porter was a really good linebacker for Pittsburgh, you know, in the um, late 2000s um, era. Uh, so Joey Porter Jr. is a guy that could play a corner. Uh, they did sign Patrick Peterson to replace Cameron Sutton, but they still need some you know, quality corners in that room. And obviously Patrick Peterson getting up there in age. So Joey Porter Jr. would be a nice pick for Pittsburgh. At 18 of the Lions, this is their actual pick. Um, I'm taking tight end Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. You know, 67 catches, 809 yards, and eight touchdowns last year at Notre Dame. Uh, the Lions need a tight end for trading TJ Hawkinson to Minnesota last year in the middle of the year. Um, and Michael Mayer would be someone that Jared Goff could look to on, you know, key third downs. And they already have good weapons there. And Amon Ross St. Brown. Or, uh, and obviously, Jameson Williams, I think, is going to be a really nice player. He's coming off that ACL injury. They can go receiver here, too, after losing DJ Chark, but I think you know, tight end was, is a bigger need. At 19, of Tampa Bay going best player available. They can go tackle. They definitely need one after cutting Donovan Smith, but I haven't taken running back for John Robinson from Texas. Um, he's a guy they can play they pair with Rashad White and have a nice one two combo for Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, whoever's a quarterback. He had 258 carries, 1,580 yards, and 18 touchdowns last year. Again, he's going to be a stud. For fantasy purposes, he could be a first-round pick, second-round pick. Um, but here in the NFL draft, I'm going to pick number 19 at Tampa Bay and being a star from day one. 20 of the Seattle Seahawks taking wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. Um, he won the bullet in the college in 21 when he was at Pittsburgh last year at USC at 59 catches, 875 yards, and eight touchdowns. Kind of reminds me of Calvin Ridley, you know, shifty route runner. Not the biggest guy, but gets open, knows how to get open. He'd be a nice guy to pair with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and give Geno Smith another guy to throw to. 21 of the Chargers taking wide receiver Zay Flowers from Boston College. Zay Flowers is a guy I think go as high as 14 of the Patriots. He just kind of reminds me of a Patriot-type player. Um, but he's from Boston College, 78 catches, 1,077 yards, 12 touchdowns, 5'9", 182. Definitely a really good slot guy. Um, they, they're keeping Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, they give a nice center too, but they need another third receiver. Josh Palmer is another good you know, receiver for them, but I think they can't keep Keenan to Mike Williams forever. Um, with their high cap number, so maybe Zay Flowers comes in and you know takes over one of those roles uh, in a year or two. But Zay Flowers is a guy that you know could be a guy that gets open right away in the slot and someone that Justin Herbert can look for uh, from day one. Twenty-two of the Baltimore Ravens take cornerback Emmanuel Forrest, Mississippi State. He's six one one ninety one sixty-six. He's another guy I consider for Washington. Great ball skills. Six interceptions last year. Fourteen interceptions in his career total. Um, the Ravens need a cornerback opposite of Marlon Humphrey after Marcus Peters is still a free agent. Doesn't look he's coming back to Baltimore. Um, so they could obviously go receiver here too with Jalen Hyatt and Quentin Johnson on the board here. Uh, but I haven't taken corner Emmanuel Forbes. 23, the Vikings taking quarterback Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. Looks like they're looking for a quarterback to replace Kirk in a year or so. Um, Kirk's going to be 36 next year. I, I, I Kevin O'Connell probably wants his own guy to kind of build around. Hendon Hooker is 25, coming off the torn ACL. Um, so obviously age and injury is a consideration here, but there's a lot of you know smoke on him going to the first round. I don't see him getting out of the second round, but I think Hendon Hooker is a guy that can start hearing his name called maybe a ten at Tampa Bay at 19, Seattle at 20, Baltimore at 22, depending on the Lamar Jackson situation. Um, so I have him going with 23 here to the Minnesota Vikings and someone that could be thrown to Justin Jefferson in 2024. 
24 of the Jaguars taking tackle Darnell Wright from Tennessee. They lost uh, Jawan Taylor and Freitas to Kansas City, so they need a right tackle. Um, or maybe they do feel comfortable in Walker Little. Maybe they keep him a right tackle. Um, but for right now, I'm taking tackle Darnell Wright from Tennessee, 6'5", 333. He's going to be a solid right tackle in the NFL. 25, the Giants taking cornerback Deontay Banks from Maryland. Six foot, 197, the Giants obviously need wide receivers. They have a lot of quantity of wide receiver right now for the signings of Paris Campbell, Jamison Crowder, re-signing Darius Slayton. I like their pickup of Darren Waller, really nice trade for them. But they need corners. Uh, Midoriya Jackson can't stay healthy. Um, they are playing a lot of guys that are fourth and fifth corners in the NFL towards the end of the year. Um, but if they get a talented guy like Deontay Banks to be you know, a starting quarter for them, be a nice pick for the Giants to pick 25. 27, Dallas Cowboys taking that to me. Defense tackle Kalaja can't even pit. Um, he had one of the fastest 40 times in a long time at defensive tackle. He ran a 4 6 7. 6 1, 281. So the natural comparison is Aaron Donald because they both went to pit. Obviously, no one's going to be Aaron Donald. He's a you know, free Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. But, you know, Kansas a guy that had 14 and a half sacks and 20 and a half tackles for loss these last two years. Dallas needs help at the defensive tackle position. They have a good defense, but obviously, could still upgrade a defensive tackle. So Kansas would be a nice pick for them at 26. 27 have the Bills taking wide receiver Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. He's an ultimate deep threat. If someone they could pair with Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis, you know, Josh Allen has one of the best arms in the game, and he I don't even think he can out throw Jalen Hyatt. You know, he had 70, 67, excuse me, 67 catches, 1,267 yards receiving last year and 15 touchdowns um, playing at Tennessee with Hendon Hooker. Um, and he had another great quarterback, you know, throw to him here in Josh Allen. 28 of the Bengals taking tight end Darnell Washington from Georgia. The Bengals lost um, Hayden Hurst to the Carolina Panthers. Um, and free agency, they need a tight end for Joe Burrow to throw to. Maybe they don't go first round. They brought in uh, Foster Moreau for a visit, but Foster Moreau um, still is a free agent after his unfortunate cancer diagnosis. Um, but you know, they need a tight end. They need someone that can, you know, give someone Joe to throw to in the middle of the field. Obviously, they have one of the best receivers in the NFL and two of the best receivers in the NFL with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd in the slot. But um, I think a tight end is a position they can upgrade at, so they haven't taken down on Washington, Georgia. 6'7", 264, 28 catches, 454 yards, and two touchdowns. Good blocker as well. Obviously, he's a man with human being at 6'7", and someone Joe Burrow um, you know, could look to in the red zone. 29 of the Saints. Um, this pick has been traded multiple times. Uh, originally at San Francisco, then went to Miami, then to Denver, and now it's that Saints, the Saints with the Sean Payton trade. I'm taking Ed Rush from Miles Murphy from Clemson. He's 6'4", 268, 14 sacks, 23 tackles for loss. I mean, he's someone that could play opposite of Cameron Jordan, replacement for Marcus Davenport, and maybe you know replace Cameron Jordan um, in a year or two. Guys, Cameron Jordan is getting up there in age. Miles Murphy's a guy. The Saints would be really happy to get at pick twenty-nine. At thirty, of the Eagles taking cornerback slash safety Brian Branch from Alabama. I mean, this would be a great pick for Philly if he falls this far. Um, obviously, they lost Chauncey Gardner Johnson um, to the Lions in free agency, and I think Brian Branch could play that kind of you know nickel cornerback safety role. Branch has a lot of versatility. He can play in the slot. He can play in the box. He can play up high, single high. He can play corner. Um, so he'd be, an, unfortunately, for Washington fans, it'd be a really good pick for Philly here if they get Brian Branch. Eight, nine tackles, three sacks, and seven pass breakups for him last year at Bama. And for the last pick of the first round, uh, Kansas State Chiefs on the clock. Dingo edge rusher here after cutting Frank Clark. Um, or tight end, maybe if they want to, someone to pair with Travis Kelsey or to even you know replace him a few years after Kelsey's getting up there in age. But I haven't gone wide receiver. They lost Juju Smith-Schuster in free agency. They still have Marcos Valdez, Canteen, Cardarius, Tony, um, and Sky Moore, their second round pick from last year. But they need a big target. So I'm going wide receiver Quentin Johnson here from TCU. He had 60 catches, 1,069 yards, and six touchdowns. He's 6'3", 215. Um, he can give someone Patrick Mahomes to throw to in the red zone. Obviously a big body guy. 
and someone that Andy Reid can, you know, draw up some nice plays for. Um, and he really gave Kansas City a big target. You know, obviously Kelsey's a big target, but he's a tight end. Um, they have smaller receivers in Kansas City. Marcos Valenzuela is a 6'3", but, you know, he's more of a deep threat. I think Quinn Johnson can be a nice possession there for Patrick Mahomes. Well, with that, that concludes our Ron League episode. We are three weeks away from the draft, and there's still so much uncertainty how those first few picks will go. There isn't a clear number one like there's been in years past. This will be my first, uh, second mock draft of the offseason with a couple more to go before uh, April 26. Washington should be able to get an instant contributor at pick 16 regardless of position, but I think O-line and quarterback should be a top choice, top two choices for the team. Maybe they're surprising there. Maybe a guy like at running back and a tight end. Um, who knows? You can follow me on Twitter at Scott 21 and Instagram at Romandy underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.